Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Tuesday, January 3rd. We'll be taking a look at new details about the murder suspect from Idaho. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. An area of low pressure continues to spin over northwestern Kansas this morning, bringing us some patchy areas of fog and cooler weather expected throughout this week. Our forecast here in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, 35 degrees here on this Tuesday morning. New details emerging about the suspect charged with killing four college students in Idaho. Today's hearing comes as we learn Brian Koberger was studying forensic DNA and other evidence prosecutors used to secure criminal convictions just a few weeks before the killings near the University of Idaho. One student in his criminology class at Washington State University says Koberger often spoke over his world-renowned forensic professor, saying, quote, it's as if he thought he knew better. We're also learning Koberger was pulled over twice in Indiana during his cross-country drive with his father from Idaho to Pennsylvania. He was traveling in a white Hyundai Elantra, the same model Idaho authorities had been searching for in connection with the murders. That's Fox's Jackie Abanez with that report. A Wichita man has appeared in court charged with two counts of first-degree attempted murder. 24-year-old Tamori Wright was arrested on suspicion of attempted murder in connection to a shooting in East Wichita. Police say the shooting took place just before 6, Tuesday morning, December 27th, in the 1100 block of North Harding near 13th and Oliver. Officers found a 23-year-old man and a 17-year-old girl who had been shot multiple times. They were taken to an area hospital where they underwent surgery. Wright's next court appearance is set for January 9th. Bond was set at $250,000. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The sports world is praying for Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin, who suddenly collapsed during last night's Monday night football game on the road at the Cincinnati Bengals. You heard it right here on KNSS. The Bills updating us overnight, tweeting DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He's currently sedated and listed in critical condition. The initial reaction of many was that they had never seen something like this before. 24-year-old Bills safety DeMar Hamlin briefly stood up on his own after making a tackle before collapsing back onto the turf. Now an ambulance being brought out on 
to the field. But before he was rushed off, Hamlin received CPR for several minutes, leaving many players visibly shaken and some of his teammates in tears. And that's Fox's Brooks Singman with that report. A new year means new prices at the grocery store. Here in Kansas, legislation passed last year dropping the state food tax by more than 2%. Tax drop kicked in on Sunday, New Year's Day. Traditional grocery items, bread, milk, eggs, meat, bottled water, soft drinks, will see a 2.5% drop. That's going from 6.5% taxing down to 4%. However, there are things at the store that will still be taxed at the same prices. That's uh, things like alcohol, tobacco, prepared food. Food is sold in a heated state or heated by the store. Food with mixed or combined ingredients and food is served with utensils like a plate, fork, uh, spoon, fork, knife, cup, napkin, straw. That will also remain taxed as is. The food tax reduction also does not apply to fast food nor other restaurant meals. There was a shooting on New Year's Eve in the north part of Wichita. It left two people injured. That was near Meridian and Key West Street. A couple of people shot at a party. When police got there, they found the victims in the street and they were hospitalized in serious condition. Wichita fire crews battling a house fire. That was last Friday night in the western part of town. Blaze broke out Friday night, 1200 block of South Seville near Kellogg and Tyler. Heavy fire coming from the back of a home. Firefighters had to go into defensive mode for a short time, but they did get the fire out in about a half in about an hour. Uh, the residents did get out safely, and that fire leaves uh, is still under investigation. Uh, a fire in Los Angeles. This involving a large amount of. Hand sanitizer. We'll have that report coming up. And some international travelers have a layover they will probably never forget. And our live weather forecast, KSN Storm Track 3 forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams. It'll be coming up next, right here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. It's 7.08 with Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A fire in Los Angeles involving a large amount of hand sanitizer. A downtown Los Angeles building sustained heavy damage from a fire sparked by pallets of hand sanitizer. Because the ethanol in the product burns without smoke, fire crews were forced to use a special foam to extinguish the flames and use sand to contain contaminated water that was flowing downhill. There were no initial reports of injuries, and drivers were urged to avoid the area. Rich Dennison, Fox News. Some international travelers experiencing a recent layover they'll never forget. United Airlines Flight 839 heading to Australia last Thursday from California, making an unexpected stop in Pago Pago, the capital of American Samoa on Tutuila Island, after experiencing engine trouble. Stranded passengers were given hotel rooms and tours of the island while waiting for another plane to arrive. The group arrived safely in Australia around 7 a.m. on New Year's Day. One passenger telling family members that they spent some time drinking beer on a deserted beach. Paul Stevens, Fox News. 710 with Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. So far this morning, things in traffic are yeah, still looking pretty good out there. Not really seeing any big traffic problems. Uh, one thing we have been uh, noticing is uh, that we are actually under a dense fog advisory this morning until 8 a.m., uh, however, visibility at Eisenhower National Airport 
still at 10 miles. And uh, taking a look at the Which Way cameras, this really do- doesn't appear to be too bad in most of the Wichita area, but something to be aware of. Uh, 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 fog could be thicker elsewhere uh, in areas outside of the city, especially traffic update from 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And it's time to get the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast from meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Happy New Year! Hey, hey Happy New Year, Ted, and a Happy New Year to Jad as well. How are you guys doing? Good, good. How are you? Not too bad. You know, ringing in the New Year. I, I feel like I uh, couldn't have asked for, you know, uh, uh, better conditions compared to what we uh, experienced, you know, over the weekend when it comes to, you know, just that, that average winter chill. Skies were dry. Uh, didn't really have a whole lot to worry about weather-wise, and now that we're officially into 2023, you, you know, after today, it does look like things are going to uh, continue to be pretty quiet out there. So, it's safe to say the forecast really going to be set to cruise control until we have something uh, something else kind of headed our way but in the meantime just about every day the rest of the week and even into the start of next week you can just expect a partly cloudy sky just a mix of sunshine and clouds uh, there will be uh, some breezy conditions at times today going to be one of those days we'll just have a, a westerly breeze at 10 to 20 miles an hour not going to be terribly gusty out there high of 43 degrees and that's actually our average high so over the coming days it does look like uh, a lot of our high temperature is going to be uh, pretty close to the norm We'll also have a mix of clouds and stars still during our overnights as well. Dropping down to 27 degrees early tomorrow morning and late tonight, sitting just below freezing to kickstart our Wednesday and then back up to 44 degrees for tomorrow. So, that you know, there's uh, just another one of those days where it's going to be fairly quiet out there. Maybe a bit of a breeze still out of the west and our temperatures uh, close to that average mark. For Thursday, 41, and then a uh, more of a milder feel for our Friday just before we get into the weekend uh, as we gain a few degrees. Back up to 52 for a high on Friday with increasing clouds, a bit of a breeze as well. 48 Saturday, 50 degrees Sunday, so over the weekend, hovering pretty close to that 50-degree mark. And then early next week, 49 Monday, 47 Tuesday, not all that bad temperature-wise and continuing to stay pretty dry all the way into the early part of next week. Right now we're at 34 degrees with that 10-mile visibility. Definitely not as foggy as yesterday, and I'm kind of glad that's the case just because there's a a lot of people that are going to be heading back to work today. I understand Wichita schools go back tomorrow. Uh, We do have uh, also a wind chill of 26 degrees. So, again, just an average winter chill out there, and things are pretty quiet. Everything go okay for you ringing in the new year? Oh, yeah, I got to be with family, spend some time with family members. Hopefully everybody out there listening um, during, uh, you know, this past holiday season, hopefully able to spend some time, you know, being surrounded by loved ones. So that was probably the best part. And they actually uh, made a trip to the TV station. So my son got to see me work for the first time and uh, a lot of my family seeing a live newscast for the first time, too. Yeah, did you uh, did you show off in front of the family? <laughs> If you if you mean if, if showing off is staying awake, then yes, had to do that. <laughs> well, so, yeah, well, you did what you needed to do, and it's it's always good. To, like you said, it's good to have family around. Well, happy New Year, Ron L. We appre- always appreciate right, yeah, your forecast, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. That is our KSN Storm Track Three forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams every weekday morning at this time, right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. It is 714 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS here on this Tuesday morning, getting back to the work week after uh, Steve and Ted had three days off. 
We were last with you last year on Friday morning. That's right. Now we got to 2023 going at you here, and we're glad you're with us. <laughs> Seems like it's been quite a long time. It does. It almost did seem longer than three days. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good to get that time off, and it's the, it's the holidays. Now uh, yeah. the holidays are over. All that thanks, all that uh, Halloween, yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, <laughs> put Hanukkah. all that behind you. It's time it's to go all, back to work. Yep. Yeah. Now we're back to, to reality here. <laughs> For a while. All right. Uh, according to a posting on Facebook, the anti-government protest group Canada Unity says plans to host a repeat of the Freedom Convoy in Winnipeg has been called off. Ah. They had it scheduled for the third week of February. Canada Unity was one of the groups behind the protesters that went to uh, the capital of Ottawa last year in Canada. The original convoy blocked several areas around Parliament for about three weeks in Canada last year. Demonst- I, I remember that. Demonstrations also shut down at least four border crossings elsewhere in the country, but uh, they had another one planned for February, and apparently they couldn't get anybody revved up for it, so they've called it off. Uh, Helen Mirren, actress, attended cowboy camp to prepare for her role on 1923, that prequel to the ah, series Yellowstone. Right. Mirren says she told the director she did not know how to ride horses. And she had to learn how to drive a buggy. When asked how she'd rate her buggy skills, she said, I'm A1 brilliant. Ah. 1923, you can catch it streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler agree that one of the best parts of being on a baking competition show, Baking It, is the, the grandmothers who make up the judges panel. Maya Rudolph says the judging grannies don't feel uncomfortable about being honest. In other words, they have no filter. And they're usually nice to everyone. Rudolph says it was also a delight. The grannies <laughs> had no idea who the celebrity guests were. Just completely. Yeah. Uh, Polar says the grannies are funny and sweet in real life as they are on the show. The second season of Baking It is streaming now on Peacock if you want to catch that. I don't know. I mean, a lot of times these uh, reality or cooking or whatever kind of type show you want to classify that as, their strengths lie in, uh, hmm, I wouldn't necessarily say nice people having no filter. <laughs> yeah, but this is a this is Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler. They're having fun. This isn't your usual reality mm. competition. <laughs> it's much different level. Yeah, than the other those other baking shows. Singer Sarah Bareilles is engaged to actor Joe Tippett. Bareilles confirms the engagement on Instagram. Says it was an easy, earned, relaxed yes. Gosh, they met eight years ago. Working yeah. on the stage musical version of Waitress. Borellis, okay. so they've known each other quite a while. Borellis yeah. wrote the music for it. Tippett played Earl in an early version of the show, and then later on Broadway, but not when she was appearing in the show. And now they're engaged. So, must have been simmering on the back burner there for a few years, <laughs> but they've, uh, they're finally yeah. taking it to the next level a little bit. Must have. It is 717 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and let's take a look at what's going on in the world of sports. Of course, uh, the big story last night, you heard it was Monday Night Football, and that game was being carried live right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. In the first quarter of that game, a Buffalo Bills defensive back, 24-year-old DeMar Hamlin, made a tackle and then collapsed, and he had a cardiac arrest on the field, and he is now in critical condition at a hospital in Cincinnati. And like we said, you, you were hearing that game live last night right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Tackled right there around the ankles on a 13-yard catch and run by T. Higgins, who last week had 128 through the air against the Bears. And a player down now for Cincinnati. 
the center Ted Karras is on a knee and there's a Buffalo player down where the tackle was made on the terrific wide receiver T Higgins who caught it shallow cross ran and got the first down for Cincinnati and second Buffalo player down Kurt yeah it looked like they might have been radioing to bring uh bring mm. out the cart too I'm not sure who it is I can't see a number we're back in Cincinnati, and the second player who is down in the secondary for the Bills has been identified as DeMar Hamlin. He's the one that made the tackle on the ball carrier after the receiver Higgins caught the ball. He uh, ran and was he's a big guy to bring down anyway, and down went the starting safety, DeMar Hamlin, and so now they have brought the stretcher out on the field. He is surrounded by athletic training staff, players for both teams on a knee, as is the coach the player Hamlin actually got up after the hit and then collapsed and so that is what they're looking at right now and uh, that at that point the game was called off they have they have the National Football League has postponed that game indefinitely as Hamlin remains in the hospital in critical condition so they he was given CPR on the field and his heartbeat was restored so uh, the National Football League and football fans will be keeping an eye on this situation as it continues with Hamlin in the hospital and see if he can recover from that incident last night. We will talk pro football tonight, the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, and I'm sure last night's events will be heavily discussed. Chiefs Kingdom Show, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. That'll be at 6 o'clock this evening. That'll be on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Because last night's game was not completed, the Chiefs right now are sitting in the number one spot in the conference, and the Chiefs have their regular season finale coming up on Saturday afternoon on the road at Las Vegas, taking on the Raiders. Once again, the Chiefs' kingdom show, a lot to talk about, 6 o'clock tonight. That'll be over on KFH. College football news, K-State losing one of its best players. K-State All-American running back Deuce Vaughn is not going to play his final season at K-State. He is instead leaving for the NFL draft, and he leaves behind quite a legacy of 5,000 all-purpose yards in his career. 3,600 of those were on the ground, rushing yards. The great running back Deuce Vaughn, his time at K-State is finished. He's heading for the NFL. College men's basketball tonight. Conference road openers for Kansas State and Kansas. The Kansas State Wildcats are on the road visiting sixth-ranked Texas. Both teams have the same record, 12-1. and Both are 1-0 in the conference. Both are on six-game winning streaks. Texas is playing in its new arena, and it has not lost yet on its new home court, 9-0 this season. FanDuel has the Wildcats as a 9.5-point underdog on the road at Texas. That'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight in Austin. Up at uh, Kansas is also down in the state of Texas. Third-ranked Kansas visiting Texas Tech. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a 2.5-point favorite. So they're expecting a close game. Conference road opener for the Jayhawks, who are on a six-game winning streak right now. But the thing is, it's tough to play in Lubbock and get a win if you're not wearing a Texas Tech uniform. Tech has won 29 straight home games in Lubbock. That is the second longest streak right now in the nation behind only Gonzaga. Third-ranked Kansas at Texas Tech. Coverage at 7 o'clock. Game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight. Listen to the Jayhawks live over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Philadelphia 76ers win at home, and they beat the New Orleans Pelicans 120-111, to starting at center for the 76ers. Former Kansas Jayhawk Joel Embiid, 42 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. 
and a perfect 10 for 10 at the free throw line. Back-to-back wins for Philadelphia. The 76ers are in the number five spot right now in the Eastern Conference. And a happy birthday today to good minor leaguer that came through here, Jim Dwyer, baseball, 73 today. Pretty good outfielder. And that's why he played 18 years in the big leagues. He got a World Series ring in 1983 coming off the bench for the Baltimore Orioles. Jim Dwyer is considered one of the great bench players, one of the great pinch hitters of all time. He made a stop in Wichita in 1977 in the minor leagues with the Cubs, played for the Wichita Arrows, and what a season he had for the Arrows in 77, hitting 332. He also had 108 walks at the plate, so he had a 459 on base percentage, 18 home runs, 28 stolen bases, led the American Association in runs, hits, and doubles. Wow, great year in 77 for Jim Dwyer. As part of a long career, 18 years of those are in the big leagues. Happy birthday to former Wichita Arrows outfielder Jim Dwyer. He is 73 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 723 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, traffic and weather. And tips to help you alleviate holiday travel stress. Get rid of that stress. House Call for Health is coming up. KNSS News Time, 723. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 732. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Tuesday, January 3rd, and we do have... An update from Jad Chambers. That's right. The traffic trackers are calling in, spotting uh, some of those gasoline prices changing out there uh, this morning. Several different locations, two ninety nine a gallon. That's starting to become more and more common out there. So uh, we're starting to see the gasoline prices increase uh, here in Wichita this morning, two ninety nine. Thank you for that update. It is seven thirty two. Stephen Ted. While the actual number of shootings in Wichita down from last year, but there's been a recent spike in gang-related incidents. During a news conference, Wichita Police Chief Joseph Sullivan says a large number of minors are involved as well as posts on social media. Gang-related violence is being driven by long-standing feuds or beefs, uh, much of, of many of which are being driven through social media. And officials say the vast majority of the violence is gang-related feuding, with the majority of those connected to that mall shooting last month at Town East, uh, last March, rather, at Town East, that killed a 14-year-old boy. Investigators have identified about 150 individuals connected to the violence, and they're working to monitor their activities. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, officially beginning his second term today after winning a landslide re-election back in November. Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida will take his oath of office for the second time today. The inauguration will take place at Florida's historic Capitol building in Tallahassee. DeSantis will be sworn in along with returning elected cabinet members such as Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez, Attorney General Ashley Moody, and Chief Financial Officer Jimmy Petronas. Republican Wilton Simpson will be sworn in as the state's new agriculture commissioner, meaning no Democrat will be serving in a statewide elected office in Florida. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. The Kansas Department of Health and Environment issuing a boil water advisory for the city of Norwich, public water supply system in Kingman County, and 
another boil water advisory for Garden Plain because of equipment malfunction causing low water pressure in the distribution system. Customers should observe precautions until further notice. Those advisories taking effect yesterday remaining in effect until the conditions that place the system at risk are resolved. KDHE officials issued an advisory because of a piping break and low water pressure in the distribution system, and failure to maintain that water pressure may put the system at risk for bacterial contamination. Those are boil water advisories in Norwich and Garden Plain. Wichita firefighters battling a house fire late Sunday in the 500 block of West Shirk Street. That's in South Wichita, just north of Harry and the Arkansas River. The Wichita Fire Department found a fire in the back of a home. It spread to a detached garage. The Red Cross was called in to assist a woman and six children that were living there. It was uh, the cause of that fire, a burn barrel close to the home. Wichita police identifying the man found dead under a bridge a week ago today. It was 35-year-old Zachary Marshall, who was found in the 2800 block of South Hillside. Foul play has been ruled uh, no foul play was ruled in the death. It was a, the homeless often used that bridge as a shelter, and the police believe that Marshall died from exposure. FedEx customers are paying more for shipping. If you're sending a package via FedEx, it'll cost more as of today. The shipping giant has raised its rates for FedEx Express, ground, and home delivery by almost 7%. FedEx freight rates are going up by 6.9 to 7.9%. The news was announced last fall in its earnings report, with company officials citing declining global volumes and rising operating costs from inflation as two major factors in the decision. The Commercial Appeal newspaper reports that since 2012, FedEx Package rates have usually gone up by about 4.9% annually until the pandemic when they were raised about 5.9%. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Legendary tennis star Martina Navratilova announces that she has cancer. The 18-time major singles champ saying in a statement that she's dealing with both throat and breast cancer and that she will start treatment later this month. Navratilova saying that because both cancers were caught early, her prognosis is good. The statement saying that the tennis champ noticed an enlarged lymph node in her neck in November and while undergoing tests on her throat, the unrelated breast cancer was discovered. The 66-year-old Navratilova saying, quote, the double whammy is serious but still fixable and I'm hoping for a favorable outcome. In addition, In addition to her 18 singles titles, Navratilova also has 10 doubles and 31 mixed doubles Grand Slam wins. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. A library in Colorado dealing with a meth problem. A Colorado library temporarily closes to the public after people apparently checked out more than just books within the facility. The library in Boulder has been shut down since late December when testing revealed methamphetamine residue was found in restroom air ducts. The tests were apparently conducted following reports of people smoking meth in the bathrooms. The acting director of Boulder County Public Health saying methamphetamine use has dramatically increased as a challenge over the past few years in communities across the nation, including Boulder County, adding, we have reviewed the city's test results and concur with the remediation plan that has been created. The library does plan to partially reopen soon. Lauren Faulkner, Fox News. Let's take a look at our weather forecast here on this Tuesday morning. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We missed the rain here across south central Kansas yesterday. Most of it fell well to the south and east of us. We'll have some patchy areas of fog here early on. Sunny, breezy, and colder today with a high 43. Partly cloudy this evening as we fall below freezing, our low 29. Sunny and 45 on Wednesday. 
I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the west under a clear sky. It is 35 degrees here on this Tuesday morning, January 3rd. 7.38 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And as we always do at this time on a Tuesday morning, we check in with Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner. Happy New Year, Pete. Oh, thank you, Ted. Happy New Year to you. Everything go all right in your transition into the new year? Yeah, yeah, everything you talked about earlier. It just seemed like an extra long uh, kind of a holiday week week because maybe, maybe it's because the holidays were on Sunday and we got Monday. and It did seem like there was a, a lot of time off for people. Yeah, when you get everything falling on a Sunday, everything kind of trickles over into Monday, and you get that uh, nice little three-day weekend feel with that extra day tacked on. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah, 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 pretty good. But, but ready to get back to work. It's 2023. It's, yep. a, it's a new year. Work, work, work. Right away, you got you got a commission <laughs> meeting today. What's uh, what's uh, let's see what did I see on the agenda? Uh, tomorrow, actually. Ah. Tomorrow, that's right. You guys meet on Wednesday. I'm completely see. I'm already I'm already messed up here at the beginning of the year. That's right. I didn't. I'm not sure. I don't. I wonder. If, I don't think the council's meeting today, but I don't know. Maybe they are. The council. The city council. Yeah. Let's see. Right. Oh, I was. Right. I was looking at your agenda to uh looking at the budget for the emergency management performance grant. How's what's going on with that? Well, that's uh, another. Uh, you know, at the county. And I've learned they they have a lot of grants that are kind of routinely uh, uh, re-upped every year, um, a small matching part. But then uh, the, the emergency operating center is, is a, a key uh, vital thing that, that you hope we never have to use. But that's the ones that go into action when like the tornado in, in uh, yeah. recently in Andover. And really, it uh, assures that that we're prepared for major emergencies, and so that's what that grant's about. Okay. The uh, yeah. and when do you uh, when do you get your new council when your new uh, commission member on hand? Oh yeah, well thanks for asking. That is uh, the new commissioner uh, will be sworn in, as well as the two of us that that ha- that will be. Uh, re- that were reelected, but that's uh, this Sunday at one o'clock. Okay. Uh, on Sunday, and then uh, so sworn in Sunday, and then the first meeting will be uh, a week, the next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow. Okay, so that's so, that's the uh, timetable yeah. on that. And then, and if anybody's, it, it's down at the uh, Ruffin Building, down in okay. the down in the lobby, on if and it's open to the public. There might be a small reception afterwards. Okay. What what time will that be on Sunday? That's at one o'clock. Okay, early yeah. in the afternoon. I was I was afraid it was going to be during a Chiefs game, but they moved the Chiefs game to Saturday. Yeah, so the Chiefs are on Saturday now, so you don't have to go up against that. Yeah, I know it. It's going to be a a ratings nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of the Ruffin Building, how have things been going for the county commission in its new digs? Oh, it's it's really nice. Um, a lot of the. Uh, Offices, the accounting, uh, law, ourselves, we're all on the sixth floor, um, and, and the whole sixth floor, and it's really worked out nice. There's there's a lot of inter, interaction between departments that, that's, I think, pretty healthy. And then some of the uh, public uh, access, like the Treasury Department, register deeds, things that are on the uh, first floor, uh, traditionally what, what many might have recalled were 
where the bank was and then where Evergy was there. So, uh, so if you've got business that's that's routine, like the treasurer's office, uh, paying paying uh, fees and taxes and whatever, that's that's there on the first floor. So it's worked out real well. And then we have the uh, the uh, um, auditorium. You know, if mm-hmm. you if yeah. you recall, or ever been in that building, yep. you kind of can walk down some in that big atrium, walk down the stairs, and kind of take a U-turn to the right. And there's a there's a very nice auditorium that that the staff and and Mr. Ruffin's staff have really uh, improved in the audio and visual, and it's got a lot of room, and so it's really uh, it's a nice room for for meetings. So it's all good. Yeah, Pete. When I was a kid, and I would go down to the bank, uh, I always loved those uh, gold elevators, those lipstick elevators. I, I always thought that was pretty sweet. <laughs> I know there is that one elevator. That you, <laughs> you feel like you're in a. They call it the lipstick elevator still today. That's funny you say that. I, I wondered why, and then I got in and saw it. Okay, yeah, this is why. This but is unusual. Kind of like a little time capsule or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a little relic from the 1970s, but it's still pretty cool. All right. Well, I'm glad you yeah. uh, glad you made it into the new year once again. Your commission your commission meeting is tomorrow, and we'll uh, we'll get back to work here in 2023. Sound good? Okay, Ted, take care and have a nice week. We appreciate it. Thank you. That is Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner joining us every Tuesday morning at this time right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. 743 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Don't forget, coming up, we will be hitting a Wichita Business Journal update. So we'll be touching on some local business items coming your way here as we begin the new year. KNSS News Time, 744. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 746 with Steve and Ted here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Coming up, a local business update. In the Wichita Business Journal, we'll take a look at the uh, new library in Newton. Part of our business report coming up in just a few minutes. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. Several Wichita community leaders holding a press conference. They're calling for the firing of a Wichita police officer after an altercation with teenagers at a skating rink on New Year's Eve. Two. 
Buffalo Bills defensive back DeMar Hamlin suffers cardiac arrest on the field last night on Monday Night Football. You heard it right here on KNSS. Hamlin hospitalized in critical condition. One. The new Congress opens with House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy. He might become the first nominee for speaker in a century to fail to win support from his own colleagues at first round of voting coming up today. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Traffic this morning. Uh, we've got some fairly heavy traffic volumes here in Wichita. Really heavy traffic right now. Uh, eastbound on Kellogg, pretty close to Meridian. Uh, however, it is moving uh, along. The traffic moving along. Just some very heavy traffic volumes at this time. The gasoline prices here in the Wichita area appear to be going up. Starting to see those prices increase to $2.99 a gallon. It's after a $2.69 a gallon price was common enough yesterday. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here on this Tuesday, January 3rd. Looking at a sunny day today and tomorrow. Sunny and much cooler today, a high of 43 It'll be a partly cloudy night tonight, overnight low down to 29. Another sunny day tomorrow, a high Wednesday, 45. Currently in Wichita, it, we're under a clear sky, a breeze out of the west. It is 35 degrees. We're on our way to a high of 43 here on this Tuesday with Stephen Ted. 7.50 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Now let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Wichita's Donlinger Construction has been contracted to build a new public library in Newton. Following a public bid put out, uh, the Newton City Commission voted to approve Donlinger's bid of about $7.8 million to build the library. Lowest bid received for the project. It is less than the architect's estimate. Newton had started talking about a new library building about a decade ago. Last year, they initiated the construction and design phase. Renderings for the new Newton Library show a drive-up book drop-off. Glass wall to study rooms, large meeting rooms that can be broken down in size, a children's area, and an outdoor seating space, and more. Renderings. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on there. The plan is to build a 25,000-square-foot building with the latest trends in library design to the east of the existing building. That's in Military Park in Newton. Once done, the old building will then be demolished for a new open turf area. Donlinger said work should begin on site by early the spring, should be done by early 2024. Brian Wise is new to Freddy's Frozen Custard and Custard and Steak Burgers. He's far from new to the company, though, in its hometown of Wichita. Freddy's announced that Wise, a campus high school graduate, is its new chief operating officer. That announcement was made late last summer. He spent the previous three years in Freddy's corporate roles, following more than 15 years at Manhattan-based HCI Hospitality. That is a Freddy's franchise group. Wise was born in South Carolina, moved to Wichita in the fifth grade, and he has come back to town now, as recently as 2019. Uh, he sat down with the Wichita Business Journal, talked about his career. Business Journal did ask Wise, as a part of Freddie's training team, what are the biggest challenges? Wise has said a key challenge, especially the last couple of years, turnover. Turnover rate in the industry. Historically at Freddie's, they've had a pretty low turnover. They've been able to provide employees with a good place to work, family environment, says their training teams now are challenged to deliver training more quickly and effectively, and that's a big focus. He says they spend a lot of time talking to their frontline trainers and their new employees and ask how it's going. And we'll see how that continues to evolve. 
But uh, nice discussion with the Wichita Business Journal with with the uh, Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers Chief Operating Officer Brian Wise. We'll have more local business news coming up exactly one hour from now. The Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. 7.52 with Steve and Ted. Uh, Wallet Hub has come out with its best and worst cities for keeping your New Year's resolutions. Appropriate here on January 3rd. It's easy to make those resolutions, but keeping them eh, a little different. Uh, before you blame yourself entirely for your maybe lack of success, consider this. Maybe your location is setting you up for failure. If you live in a neighborhood with no sidewalks or fitness centers nearby, uh, you might not feel as encouraged to exercise. The same goes if most of your restaurant options are fast food. Yep. You may be less likely to eat healthier. Yeah, so you've got yeah, that. There you go. I, 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 was, I remember uh, I was on a, a, a road trip with the Shocker women's basketball team several years ago in, in uh, Berkeley. Okay. And there was a park right next to the hotel. And if you would get up in the morning and walk on that walk, one of the views you see in the far distance was the Golden Gate Bridge and things like that. I was like, oh, nice. Well, if I lived here, I'd, I <laughs> would get up and walk every morning or yeah. every afternoon. That would be great. Says, exactly. I just don't have this view at home. <laughs> Not quite as motivated. Uh, Wallet Hub considers some of the most popular and broken resolutions to rank more than 180 U.S. cities based on their conduciveness to self-improvement. There were they, and they threw 57 key metrics into this, and the computer spit out the results. The top five cities for keeping your New Year's resolutions. Overland Park, Kansas, the OP, hits the top five. A lot of go-getters there. Uh, Salt Lake City, number four. Scottsdale, Arizona, number three. There it is. San Francisco, number two. Ah, yep, 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 yep. And uh, number one, Seattle. So basically, you got five kind of big cities there. Yep, Seattle, San Fran, basically Phoenix, <laughs> basically Kansas City, and Salt Lake City. Yeah, make the top five. The bottom, your bottom five cities. It's hard to keep your resolutions if you live in Huntington, West Virginia, Augusta, Georgia, Gulfport, Mississippi, Shreveport, Louisiana, and dead last on the list is can't keep a resolution in Newark, New Jersey. Huh. All right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wichita towards the bottom of the list. Didn't do well. Among huh? the well, uh, 182 cities, Wichita comes in at number 145. Yikes! So we're not, yeah, yeah. That's not the greatest resolution keepers. Nope, probably not. <laughs> Some of our neighbors around us: uh, Kansas City, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, all about the middle of the pack. We're oh. usually in the middle of the pack. We're kind of further down on. We're this a little one. further down this time. Eh, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. At least Overland Park did well. Yeah, the OP. That's, that's where the go-ketters are. <laughs> Keeping their New Year's resolutions up there in northeast Kansas. Yep. All right, it is 7.55 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have a big 8 o'clock hour coming up. We will check in with Fox News Radio's Evan Brown and see what the, the Chinese are doing with the moon. That should be interesting talk. We've got business, sports, weather, traffic. We've also got entertainment news in the blur coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. And that's right. We'll... Uh... See how the uh, box office turned out after a long uh, after a long weekend, and uh, that's some Netflix news we'll talk about uh, right. coming up on the blur. We'll look forward to that. That'll be at eight thirty-five this morning. KNSS News Time is seven fifty-six.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 